Hi everyone and welcome to the Private Practice with Soul podcast. This is the first podcast for counsellors that just don't align with the traditional approaches to business and that want to use their spiritual gifts, talents and interests to create, you guessed it, a private practice with soul. So look, leave it to me to provide you with everything you need, including strategies that you can use to increase your income, reduce your workload and of course increase inquiries and referrals to your beautiful soul-led private practice. I love it so much. If you haven't done it already, grab your journal, grab your pen and let's begin. Welcome to another episode of the Private Practice with Soul podcast. I'm so pleased that you're here. If we haven't met yet, hi, I'm Brooklyn and um, I'm just back from leave. So I went to Dalesford for a few days and I have to tell you, um, it was a very different experience to what normally happens for me. Um, I can share with you that Normally when I go away, I go there and uh, I feel really, really inspired and energized and happy and just like filling my cup, right? I'm just loving it there. But what happened this time was it was just like everything felt like it wasn't working out for me the way that I had wanted it to work out. So I have a little routine when I go there. I love to go to uh, the market. So I went to the beautiful mill market, which is this huge, huge, huge op shop. And uh, anyway, so I was looking around there and normally I get, you know, a little piece of treasure and I didn't find any treasure and that was kind of frustrating. And uh, I went to get some lunch and I had to sit outside because there was no space available inside, which was fine. And I went outside to eat my lunch and I couldn't even really eat my lunch because there are a lot of wasps in Dalesford at the moment. So there were wasps everywhere and I didn't feel really comfortable seeing them landing on my food and seeing them landing in my coffee. (laughs) So that kind of started to make me feel a little bit grumpy. And then... (laughs) just other little things like I've been in jeans most of the day and I was starting to get bloated and uncomfortable from wearing my jeans and I just wanted to go home and put on some trackies <laughs> um, but anyway I wanted to go and get a book so I went to my favorite bookstore there Paradise Books and it's Changed Hands which is lovely the man who used to own the bookstore sold it after 31 years And some new people have taken it over, which is great. And I love change. It's all good. However, um, all the secondhand books are gone. (laughs) And that used to be my favorite section of all to poke around in, because to me, there's something special about a pre-loved book or something that's just been pre-loved. Like I I love the energy of it. I love thinking that there's somebody else in the world that is into the stuff that I'm into. I love that somebody else sat there and read that book and reflected on what they were reading and maybe implemented a practice or something like that. To me, that's just so special and it's just so magical. Of course, on the other hand, I also love the smell of a new book. (laughs) However, a bit disappointing and they don't sell some of the things that they used to sell that I love as well, like you know, tarot decks and oracle decks. They don't sell those anymore. Um, And I really wanted to see if they had another book by Joe Dispenza and they didn't only have one book by him, whereas before there were like quite a number of books by him. So now I'm starting to feel like even more grumpy, I guess. (laughs) 
And then I had it in my mind. I did some, so I'm a professional reader. So I read tarot and I read Oracle for women in private practice. And this is one of my things. I love to do it. And for that part of my business, I also do professional development. And one of the PDs I'd done recently where the lady was using and recommended an oracle deck by Colette Baron reed called The Wisdom of the Oracle. Now, I've seen this oracle deck so many times in so many places and uh, I went to Empress and the Wolf, which is that beautiful jewellery shop and crystal shop that I love on Vincent Street and they didn't have it. And one of the ladies there that I was talking to said she hadn't heard of it. And so then I started to get a bit more grumpy and then I went (laughs) to my other crystal shop, which is across the road near the roundabout there, and she didn't have it. And then there was a brand new sort of crystal shop, but I think this new one, it's only just opened, but um, it feels quite witchy to me. And I'm not there yet. I don't know if I ever will be sort of there yet. But anyway, I went into the shop and I said, oh, have you got this deck? And they didn't have it. So I was feeling grumpier and grumpier. And then uh, the place where I got my accommodation through had double booked my accommodation. And they were sort of saying to me, oh, look, we'll give you different accommodation. Um I said, okay, that's fine. But I was kind of annoyed because I'd specifically picked my accommodation because uh, it had two spas and one of them, I know it's very indulgent, isn't it? But one of them was outdoors and I just love the idea of like this outdoor spa, this outdoor hot tub where I could watch the kangaroos and I could watch the birds and I could just read a book and I could listen to music. I could do a meditation out there, just total privacy and just total, well, not silence, but just a oneness with nature. That's what I was really, really craving. And so to be told that, yeah, you can't have it, but you can have this other one was kind of disappointing and just added another layer to my frustration that I was feeling and then the um, property owner said that he had sent me a link so that I could find out how to access the property and all of this and it never came and then eventually it did come and the link didn't work and then he wasn't responding to any messages (laughs) and I was still waiting Uh, you know I, I don't recall getting into the actual property until about 3.30 and I was meant to be in it at one or, or two or something. Oh, I don't know. Look, there was a big gap. It's just a long time when you're feeling sad and grumpy <laughs> to try and get into your space. But anyway, so it was like all this layer of layers of stuff was just coming up and don't worry, this has got, uh, I'm relating this to private practice, don't you worry. Um, but anyway, it kind of set the tone for my getaway and then the other thing was I've got this um beautiful 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 VA that works for me now like we're both each other's clients so I'm her business client for her VA services um but anyway so we do this stuff together and we've got this really great relationship and I love her to bits and she was saying to me listen when you go away how about we just you know I'll take care of everything for you and you can just relax. You don't have to worry about the business. I said, okay. So I ended up deleting Facebook off my phone. I deleted Messenger and Instagram off my phone. I didn't go into my social media for five days. 
and it felt weird to be honest because I guess since the whole time I've had private practices and I'm going back now to 1995 so coming up to 30 years I've never really been in a situation where I've been able to just say to say to myself oh you don't have to go on your social you don't have to do anything related to your work today like the day is just for you and so it was a really big change and it left me feeling almost like there was another gap, you know, it it was another gap. And so I was kind of feeling restless. It was taking me time to adjust to the idea of not being available and of not being on. Like even when I've gone on leave in the past, I've still always done things like run the coaching calls or I've still done things like checked in in the morning and at night, you know, stuff like that. Um, But this time I was like, do you know what? I'm not going to do any, I mean, I think I might have cheated and gone and liked a couple of posts, you know, two or three times. But other than that, I didn't go in. So I was feeling kind of like, who am I? I'm not myself. I was feeling very restless. And I didn't have the things around me that normally ground me. Like I didn't have a book to read. I didn't have a deck of cards to play with and and read and and use. I didn't have (laughs) Wi-Fi because I was so far away. Um, I I didn't have like all the things that I normally do. So, yeah, I was feeling a little bit out of of sorts, I guess. And what I noticed was that this feeling of discomfort was building within me. It was really building. Anyway, um, for the next few days, Things kind of were like that, you know. It was just like I went for a big drive to Malden. I love Malden so much. It's this beautiful old goldfields town, um, very heritage. I really love going out there. But instead of just enjoying it, I found myself going out there like it was just something I was doing to pass time. And it was really interesting to experience that and to kind of sit in it and not fight it, but just allow it to be and try and approach it from that space of curiosity and think about this is so interesting. Why am I feeling like this? What's going on? This isn't me. What are what is my body trying to tell me? What is my mind trying to tell me? What's my soul, my spirit trying to tell me now? So I kind of sat with that for a little while and then anyway, got to the last day of the five day break and I thought to myself, maybe I need to go and have a tarot reading. And I guess tarot reading, it's kind of like counseling in a way, in that you think because you're a good counsellor or because you, you think not necessarily that you're a good counsellor, but because you're a counsellor, right, sometimes you say to yourself, well, I won't go and get counselling because I kind of already know what they're going to say. But then you also know that it helps so much to have another person's perspective. That's how I was with my cards and my readings. I was like, well, I already know how to read the cards. Um, what's the point of somebody else doing it? But I thought, no, I want to go and get a fresh set of eyes on this because I don't have any objectivity. So I went and had a reading and it was so helpful. It happened at 2.15 on my last day of my trip and I really, really, really wish it had happened at the beginning, but I'm so thankful that it happened. So the reading was, we were using the Rider Waite tarot deck 
And uh, anyway, a few things came up. And in the conversation, we're talking about, you know, how I'm not used to feeling angry and like I'm not used to feeling grumpy and I'm not used to feeling cranky and, and irritable and, and those kinds of and restless. Like I always have a plan, I'm always quite confident, self-assured, I know where I'm going. And this was just throwing me off. So anyway, it turns out that, well, a few things happened. So first off, I was also talking to her about, you know, how I wasn't feeling great in my body at the moment. And like, I feel like my COVID excuse of, you know, being in lockdown in Victoria for 200 and something days of 365 is probably wearing a bit thin now because we've been out of it for nearly a year. So I was just kind of saying, look, I feel really yuck within my within my body and I want to do something about that. And yeah, I'm just all, all this this crankiness, this anger. And the cards were suggesting that there was a connection, which makes a lot of sense because I really believe that emotions get trapped in your body. But what we were able to realize with the cards was that I had been suppressing a lot of emotions that in my mind I guess I'd seen as not acceptable or that I couldn't share because I didn't want to upset other people or I didn't want to burden other people so I'd be and I want to be the nice person and I want to be the professional person instead of just like swiping back at somebody (laughs) trying to maintain a level of professionalism because I'm demanding that now of people that are in my world you know so I have to embody that for myself but um this whole suppressing and blocking because I I wasn't releasing it so we're thinking that maybe the mind and the body were connected which makes so much sense but yeah great to have it reflected back from someone who doesn't know me so that was one thing that was really really powerful Uh, there was so much that came through that reading. I'm just trying to think of some of the other things. Um, Oh, yeah, that sometimes I feel like I'm trapped, but they're self-imposed limitations. And I could really relate to that because I was also seeing that that was what was coming through for my clients as well that they also see self-imposed limitations um, and put themselves through that, which was so interesting. Um, what else was she saying? <laughs> I'm just trying to go through my notes so that I can share them with you. Yeah, she was like, the business is fine, but in order for you to receive more abundance in the business, you need to look at releasing something and what you need to release is these pent-up emotions and so let's look at finding you a way that you can do that so we did that I was able with her help to create a ritual for myself I came away having created some journal prompts with her that I could then go and use Um, looked at ways to integrate even more of the spiritual side of me into one of my memberships, which is the inner circle. So the inner circle is all about private practice, but it's for women who really, 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 really love using their spiritual gifts, have spiritual interests, want to use the tools, all that kind of stuff. So I've come away from this reading knowing that um, it's time for me to infuse more of that spiritual stuff into that group. And so I've been working on that today. It feels really, really, really exciting to do it. 
The other things that I was able to take away from the reading was, you know, just remembering to tune into and embody that version of myself that's already where the version of myself wants to be now. Okay, so that was all so much fun. It was really, 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 really big stuff and I loved it. And I think it was from there that I had the idea to do the Easter egg hunt. I don't know why I call it an Easter egg hunt, but the, the googie egg surprise, the Easter egg surprises. So from there, I had the inspiration that, okay, I'm going to, I'm going to nurture relationships with, these, with existing people in my world. And one of the ways I wanted to do that was to have some pop-up groups. So I thought, well, I'm not just going to do one. I'll do four because that sounds so much fun to me. Like I love teaching. I, you know, my archetype is sage. Sorry, just whack my microphone. <laughs> my archetype is sage and magician. So I really love that idea of teaching people and helping them to have their own transformations. And so I thought, yeah, okay, we'll run a pop-up group for Everybody that's interested in starting a private practice in the nearish future or people who have recently started. So that was one. The other one was for people who are interested in learning how to create additional revenue by creating and selling digital products through their private practice. The other one was for people in private practice or who were thinking about private practice but weren't quite sure how to market it maybe they've been doing things like posting on social media and stuff, but it hasn't been landing or it hasn't been getting inquiries or maybe they've been blogging or putting things on Google My Business, but still not getting enough inquiries or the right type of inquiries or maybe any inquiries. So there's a pop-up group for those people. And then what was the last one? There was marketing, private practice, digital success, Oh, and then the last one's leadership. So a pop-up group for women in private practice who are interested in leadership. So even if you don't have anybody else in your team yet, maybe you're thinking about getting a subcontractor or you're thinking about having an employee and it doesn't need to be another practitioner. It could be a VA. It could be an accountant and anybody. This is for those people because the way that you approach your business is going to be the signal for how everybody else should approach the business and I feel like there are so many of us in private practice that never learned what leadership is and what leadership looks like for us even as sole traders or solo practitioners um, and I've got some ideas and some ways that I can share with you of leadership that are a little bit out of the box and so there's that pop-up group for those of you who are interested in that so they're happening in April I will put the details in the show notes so if you like you can come to one you can come to some of them you could go to all of them or if none of that's your thing that's fine don't come to any but they're there for those of you who want them. So anyway, that was something else that came out of it. And I really, 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 really loved that. And it's been so exciting because this morning I was officially back into Facebook and I was 
registering everybody for the Zoom sessions. And there have been hundreds of registrants across all of the groups. And it's just filled my heart so much. And some of the names I know, some of the names I don't. And I'm just really excited about delivering something that's going to be really useful and really high value. And I don't know that I would have had that did I not have this reading, okay? The other thing that I did following the reading too was um, I walked back into Empress and the Wolf and I said, oh, I need a stone that's going to help me with self-expression and releasing, releasing emotions that, you know, are rising up within me that that are trying to get out. (laughs) And the lady there says, oh, you need aquamarine. So straight away, I've gone and over to the aquamarine section. I bought myself this beautiful chunk of aquamarine. It's beautiful. It's on a ring. I love it. And I have started reintegrating more intentionally with my practices, my spiritual practices uh, the last couple of days. And it just feels so good, feels so good. And so, yes, I've come back energized and happy, happy, happy to be here. So I was uh, buoyed on by my lovely journey with the cards. And so today for our podcast episode, I thought, okay, let's pull some cards so that I can get an understanding for where some of you may be on your journey at the moment and maybe give you some guidance around that. So the cards kind of tell a little bit of a story and I'm using the Rider Waite cards as well. I love them. They are so beautiful. I was very resistant to using cards like the Rider Waite initially because I felt like they were very heavy and, and complex, but now I love them. Uh, but what came out, the first card that came out was balance. Well, it's the two of pentacles. So pentacles is an earth sign, right? So it's all about sort of survival, financial survival, physical, physical survival, spiritual survival, all those kinds of things, but really of the earth of being grounded, the day to day. So think about Maslow's hierarchy of needs. And this two of coins is like the very first layer. We want safety and security there. And the pictures of somebody juggling and the the juggle is in the infinity sign. So I really feel like these cards kind of telling me, hey, you know what? It's feeling to so many of you at the moment, like you're, you're juggling a lot. And it's, a, it's an emotional journey as well. Like there's uh, ships on the sea being tossed around behind this person who's juggling the, the coins. So I know it feels like it's an emotional roller coaster, you know, like you're the boat being tossed around on the water. One minute you're up, the next minute you're down and you're trying to keep all your balls in the air. And if that's you, I want you to know that you are exactly where you need to be right now and that this is the path to private practice. This juggling and finding your feet and the emotion of it, this is private practice, especially when you're first beginning and you're first starting. But it doesn't go away, right? It improves. You can get better balance and you can make the tides a little bit more manageable and a little bit more calm, But this is what private practice and the business of private practice 
can look like. Yeah. And then the next card that came out was the Knight of Swords. And this Knight of Swords is all about unbridled action, just moving forward. It's all about the ideas. It's like, oh, I've got inspiration. Oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. I want to do this. I want to do that. And it's feeling like, oh, I've got so much energy within me right now. I just want to charge ahead. I just want to charge on. But you've got to be so careful because this can be a distraction from your big goal in your practice, whether that is to pay yourself so that you can match your paid employment salary so that you can start dropping back your days of paid work and build up your private practice or whatever, doesn't matter. But you just need to be careful that before we get too ahead and just go charging into things, which can result in big setbacks, you take a moment to just sort of stop and say, wait, 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 wait. (laughs) Is this idea, is this inspiration, is this download that I'm having right now best for my practice right now? Or is this something that I should make a note of in my special ideas folder and come back to it at a future point? The next card that's come through is uh, the death card and this is in the protection position which simply means that the card is upside down but you know what the death card isn't really a bad card the death just means transformation to me it just means there's been a shift or there's we're coming into a shift that you're going to release something in order to create space for the new thing to come in kind of like uh, when I had told you my story a moment ago about how all all my trapped emotions rose up to the surface during this break because they needed to be released and that's a good thing right there's nothing wrong with being cranky or grumpy or irritable or moody or anything no that's you being a human of course you're going to have all of those things right it's a problem if you put pressure on yourself to always be happy right? You go down the path of that toxic positivity. That's a problem. But being able to embrace you for all of the feelings, that's amazing. And that's what you want. But anyway, so the death card to me is like, there's there's something there within you or within your practice or within your beliefs or your mindset or your energy or maybe your emotions that needs to be released so that something new can come in. So have a think about what do you need to release? What need what needs to be let go of in order for you to start receiving more of what you want in your private practice? And that might be something that you can journal on. And an idea or a clue that comes up for this is the card of the lovers. And the lovers is a card of a passionate relationship. It's It doesn't necessarily mean a intimate relationship or anything like that but the lovers definitely refers to um, the coming together of minds of spirit of soul of hearts of communities of people of sisterhood of brotherhood or all the all the hoods um, uh, where you're feeling nourished where you're feeling supported where you're feeling lit up all of those sorts of beautiful, juicy things uh, are happening and you just know you're in the right place for you. And so what this can look like is making sure you've got a really great relationship with your supervisor or a great relationship with a mentor or your coach or whoever it is, or if you're in a community, 
It can mean locking yourself into a space where you allow yourself to receive support, not only be giving it, but allowing yourself to ask the big questions, to put your hand up and say, hey, I need some help here. And it can also mean just coming together with others that have like this really common interest and you're just sparking off each other all the time. And in fact, even as I think about this now, it's reminding me of the group that we have for all the practitioners that are creating digital products at the moment. The the name of the group is the Digital Product Success Hub. And in the Facebook group, there's about, I think, about 40 people in it. And um, do you know what? It's just so nice because the members are in there every single day being active and they're sharing their designs and they're sharing their products and they're giving each other guidance, like loving, supportive, helpful, kind guidance. It's a very kind group and it's a very high vibe group. Like it's just so lovely to see everybody supporting each other and they all raise each other up. And it's one of the most active groups that I've got because of the way that they they don't see each other as competition, even though they're making the same products. They don't see each other as competition and they're all giving each other ideas and input and feedback and it's just this group goes off. It's just like its own little firecracker and it's just so beautiful. So that's what this card is talking about. It's, It's the lover's card. It's talking about finding your spark, And being around other people who want to fan that spark so that you can have the flame, so that you can be the fire, so that once you've got that fire, you can start giving your fire to other people who might need it, right? So much fun. And then, of course, not of course, (laughs) uh, the last card is the Two of Swords. So the Two of Swords is sort of being bound by your by your own mindset it's been trapped it's been locked in by your own mindset you you are cutting yourself off from seeing what's possible uh because you have conflicting thoughts you're finding it very difficult to make a choice and emotion is starting to come into it as well you know and with the with the swords i think this card is kind of saying what needs to happen in order for you to be able to raise your blindfold see things clearly and make a choice from there uh you know what would need to happen for you in order to be able to make clearer decisions moving forward for you to be able to see all of the things that are available to you so you can choose a path one way or another to help you with your practice right it's such a powerful card it's that real indecision it's that real kind of confusion it's that real sense of it's got to be this or it's got to be that, like only seeing black or white, the, the two options when there's so much more that's available to you. So I want you to just even kind of this picture for those of you who aren't familiar with the right away tarot. It's I think it's a lady sitting on a concrete step and behind her is a beautiful um lake or bay the water is very calm there's some rocks here and there in the water and there are some rocks behind her the sky is really blue there's a crescent moon 
in the sky, representing, of course, the feminine, the water representing emotions, the blue representing throat chakras, all that kind of beautiful symbology in this. Um, the feet are planted firmly on the ground, knees slightly apart. She has a blindfold over her eyes, but you can kind of see her peeping out from underneath if you look closely at the card. And then she's just imagine crossing your hands over your chest and then imagining there's a sword in each hand. That's her pose. That's her posture. So I want you to, you know, visualize that and not while you're driving, but um, visual. I want you to visualize that and I want you to imagine that you're her sitting there. And what does it feel like for you to be there and have this sort of blindfold mostly covering your eyes? Like if you look down, you could probably still see the ground and stuff like that. And what does it feel like to have those swords crossed over your heart space? And what does it feel like to have calm emotion in the background and the feminine looking over you? What And knowing that the swords are about your ideas and clarity and decisions and things like that. And I just want you to see what comes through for you in relation to your business, in relation to your private practice. And I want you to really think about okay, if I took an action step from this card, what would it be? And if I just, let me just pull a card now to give you an outcome. So the outcome of the action that you take would be the Eight of Pentacles. So the Eight of Pentacles is a, again, very beautiful card. It's just someone who's like quite industrious and doing amazing things with work being really successful with work so um there's yeah he's engraving pentacles he's got red tights on blue shirt black apron there's a post and he's got you know six pentacles hanging up on the post he's working on one now and there's one down by his foot and in the background there's a castle and he's smiling and he's just hammering away engraving his golden discs with the pentacles so um, pentacles are also known as coins in some of the other more traditional tarot cards as well but this is a really positive card you know this is saying look there's abundance we're grounded and it's coming from work so I think you know what you need to do uh, but the action that you all take will be different for each of you yeah so that's kind of like a little bit of a overview and I just wanted to share that with you today because I was just feeling inspired after having had my reading and this is just such a powerful way to get guidance from your subconscious mind. You know, I always say your oracle cards and your um, tarot cards are simply tools that you can use like training wheels before you start to develop that muscle, strengthen that muscle of connecting with your spirit, with your soul, with your higher consciousness, your higher self, with source energy, with God energy, with the energy that, that you call it. Okay, um, so yeah, this was just a really light episode today. I'm excited for what's possible for you. I think the big takeaway from that reading there is all about, you know, how am I imposing? How am I, what am I believing to be true that's keeping me trapped here that might not be true? 
and it might be about working with some of those beliefs. If you're in any of my memberships, you will have access to a couple of things that can help you with this. So there's imposter syndrome training in the groups and there's in the paid memberships. And there's also um, a release and let go process in the paid memberships that you can use as well to support you with, you know, being aware, bringing to the surface what might be holding you back and allowing that to be seen, be witnessed, be processed, be released, and then create that space for the new things to land for you, okay? For the new mindset, for the new belief, for the new clients, for the new software that you're going to get, for anything new, for the new experiences, the new opportunities, okay? I know it's so beautiful doing this work and we are so, 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 so lucky. And there are so many ways to approach a private practice and using cards is just one way that you can get unstuck if you're in your business or you're just starting your business and you're feeling a little bit overwhelmed or a little bit trapped or a little bit confused or, as I said, stuck. Um, using the cards can be so helpful because they tap into the non-logical part of your brain. You've got to remember it's pretty scary at the end of the day that um, our perception, everything that we perceive in the world is only 5% max of what's actually happening in the world. And that 5% is based on our beliefs, right? So Your 5% could be different to my 5%, could be different to everybody else's 5%. But it's nice to know that there's 95% that we could direct our attention to should we choose to. And that's when you start to see changes happen in your business. Yep. So you've got a choice. You can stay where you are and you can think the things and you can um, be nervous about taking action or maybe you're nervous about being successful or maybe you're nervous about the opposite and not being successful you know you can stay in that space for as long as you need to be but one day when you're ready there's a whole 95% of different outcomes of different opportunities of different experiences and of different realities based on a new perception that you have and I think that's what the two of swords is trying to share with you today it's just an invitation for you to do some reflective practice on what you're saying that could be stopping you blocking you limiting you from having the very things that you really really want and this is an invitation to look at those thoughts um, or beliefs and process them and if you need support working through them of course just tap me on the shoulder in our groups and I will help you but so will the other people in the groups as well you know we've got you're so connected to so much wisdom you know, we are so lucky, like, you know, across my groups now, there's more than 10,000 counselors and psychologists and social workers and music therapists and GPs and all the people. So you've got a wonderful, wonderful, wonderful opportunity there to tap into that collective wisdom of hearts and minds of people who all do this work because they just want to help. Okay, so... Yeah, you are supported 
every step of the way. You are loved, you are worthy, you are deserving and you're right where you need to be, okay? Anyway, my lovelies, that's all for today. But as I said, if you want to come along to any of the free pop-up groups, please come along. I would love to see you and I'd love to say hello and put um, names to faces and all that sort of fun stuff too. So um, as I said, I'll pop links in the show notes for those of you who are interested in coming along to those. But have a beautiful Wednesday. Thank you so much for joining me for another episode of the podcast. Bye-bye for now. I hope that you loved this episode as much as I loved putting it together for you. To get more resources to help you in your private practice, head over to Instagram. My handle is at the private practice coach. And also, if you want more inquiries and referrals for your business, let me know. I have a program called Clients on Demand that opens every quarter, and I can absolutely get you some information for that as well. You are doing an amazing job. Thank you for sharing your gifts with the world. Bye.